0: greetings earthlings hello people people we...
1: and and uh humanoids too yes we're all we're all together here on planet earth listening uh tonight we're going to discuss a uh, a little uh unknown interest uh, by the clintons in this subject and a lot of people think that uh Hillary and Bill Clinton had a, an interest in it, but didn't know the extent of that interest in this subject. Well, she she made some statements in in the pub, in about it publicly, and so has like, her uh, husband. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, these little uh, little pieces of uh, connections between the, the 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 Clintons and the. The subject and how they could not get more information on it, even though they had high positions in the federal That's government. That's pretty
0: high. I mean,
1: he's the president and, <laughs> and she was going to become the president. I mean, these are two people that had access to, you would assume, uh, all of the information that they would need to find uh, satisfying to their uh, uh, wanting to hear what was going on with this subject. And uh, we have a book uh, that had come out a few years ago uh, that concerns each president's uh, administration's handling of the subject. And uh, I have two books on it. Uh, One I have mentioned before in other uh, podcasts. This one is uh, written by William Burns, and he wrote, uh, he co-wrote the book uh, The Day After Roswell. Which oh, was that's, a yeah that, that, that millions of copies, in not it? That was a really good book, and, and uh, this book goes into one more president that the other book didn't go into, and that is the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. So, uh, without getting political, and yet it is a political. This subject is crosses both yeah, sides. Without,
0: yeah, yeah, we're not.
1: So we're not going to focus on. About, yeah. We're not going to focus on the. The the, the the Democrats or the Republicans, I'm going to focus on the two approaches from these high, high uh, position people. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hillary Clinton... Uh,
0: they call it first, you know, like first family. So there must be a zero, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Point, maybe there's a point one, point two, point three. Mm-hmm.
1: She She became involved with uh, Lawrence Rockefeller. And I guess she had uh, hints... From uh, other people within uh, the administration uh, of the Clinton uh, uh, administration to um, all these people that that had little bits of information that she wanted to be sat she wanted to to get a, a, a an official answer and, and she was looking and looking and looking and apparently Lawrence Rockefeller had a um, had what he called a an initiative to bring disclosure to this subject and uh, it involves uh, her visit to his ranch uh, with her husband and spent time at that ranch discussing this this subject i was um, impressed with the amount of uh, uh I would just say uh, persistence that she fortitude or something. Yes, like uh, yes she was not her, a, she was not giving up on this, even though she was uh, pushed off. I the, don't think uh, she's
0: known for giving up.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a pretty a pretty, uh, a pretty uh, you know uh, she's how kind just, of a,
0: she's the Brett Favre of politics. So. Yeah,
1: she doesn't stop. <laughs> so uh, she she had this uh, time that she spent at the ranch with uh, the Rockefeller, and uh, he had probably given well, her husband
0: was busy with doing other things
1: yes Uh, and 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 she (laughs) and she got information from him that that convinced her that there is a uh, extraterrestrial presence and um, all the all the probing that that her and her husband did to find out more about this uh, she realized that uh, she wasn't gonna get any answers And uh, it became a a challenge for her to either give it up or uh, risk uh, losing the election that uh, she was running for, for the presidency. I heard
0: recently, too, I just heard this, I think, this week, that she threatened to fire a bunch of people unless they told her the truth. Mm -hmm. I I didn't catch who it was. It must have been... I don't know. <laughs> it must have been some, you know, either in the CIA or I guess I don't, the Joint Chief of Staff somewhere.
1: Someone high up. Mm. Well, as I've mentioned in previous uh, podcasts, the uh, Majestic 12 Group, which has probably changed its uh, name over the years uh, because of its being compromised and uh, the. Um, the power that this alleged group has over both the Democrats and the Republicans has shown to me that this is not a a subject that could be shared with the presidents. As I've noted in the past, after Rockefeller and, um, Excuse me, not Rockefeller. After um, Truman had uh, passed on this information to uh, what do you call uh, Eisenhower, this subject seems to have uh, gone more secret.
0: <laughs> South,
1: yeah they they apparently came to a conclusion that this information should not be shared, even though the uh, the Truman administ- uh, administration. Had uh, wanted to continue passing on an updated um, analysis of this subject to each presidency. Apparently, uh, it became too hot to handle, and uh, the subject uh, disappeared off the presidential uh, menu. And it's
0: not the first time we've told this story,
1: is it? No, <laughs> and and it gets it gets complicated as as the presidents um, had to deal with this subject. Uh, and as I've come across information over the years. Um, it must
0: be frustrating to be president and you can't find out.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially if you're supposed to be the one that's going to have all the information that people ask. That's why there's no need to know. So why tell the and president?
0: That's what hap- and she got pissed is what I hear.
1: I mean, that's how the story goes. She
0: was pissed and threatening heads mm-hmm. if she didn't get the truth. And, you well, know, um, <clears throat> she's kind of known for that, so.
1: Well, in, in this particular book, there was a, uh, a promise from Hillary Clinton to uh, disclose E.T. And Right. Uh,
0: that's, oh, oh, it, it was an an email that got leaked.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Podesta, mm-hmm. who was involved with the Clintons, and... Um, There's a a history of fascination with this uh, UFO subject back to her her husband's presidency. Of course, when in March 1997, she was a witness to and might well have been involved in conversations about the Phoenix Lights Mm -hmm. that took place in the West and the aftermath of it dealing with the governor, Fife Symington. Uh, Fife Symington was a... uh, a governor in the state and tried to uh, try to uh, persuade the public's interest in the subject in a uh, a comical way. He had someone dressed up in a uh, an alien outfit and tried to uh, ma- mock make mockery of the uh, the Phoenix Lights uh, uh, phenomenon. But uh, so many people had uh, witnessed this uh, object that uh, it was very difficult to uh, just to keep putting it uh, in a comical sense. And um, we know that Hillary Clinton had visited with Lawrence Rockefeller at his ranch in 1995, right before the end of her husband's first term. And we know for for a fact, because she was so captured on camera, that she read at least one major UFO book, that she was clutching when she and rockefeller were photographed the just published paul davies book are we alone philosophical implications of the discovery of extraterrestrial life a speculative exploration of what it might mean to human civilization were we to discover that we were not alone in the universe interesting that she would be I, I wonder, delving into that. I mean
0: if you've listened if you follow us regularly, then you probably heard this story before that presidents struggle to get this information and don't seem to come up with it. And or it's not proven that they knew anything. And then there's a few that have had sightings, right?
1: Yeah, they hear about it but,
0: peripherally. But we hear about this struggle to for them to get information. And I just want to point that out. That's really quite
1: That's uh, the one subject that they can't find out about. It's yeah, ex, it's excluded that, from mm-hmm. their their. Uh, I don't not provocative is not the right word, but it's
0: just it, it to me it was a surprise. Like I I was like what huh two levels above top secret what? But that's what that is. I mean, you're president, but you still can't find out. Now what is that? <laughs>
1: well, uh, like I've mentioned, I mean, in, often,
0: I mean, who, we we don't know if they how, We don't know what they know or found out either, but it hasn't been proven. I mean,
1: you know. Then again, uh,
0: what we're you know the second half of the show it's going to be about. It's going to tell a different story. So,
1: <laughs> well, when, when when you when you listen to some of the podcasts that we have done, and I have uh, spoken about the uh, the fear that the early administrations that were dealing with this subject had over how to handle the publication of this information the consensus was that, uh, it should not be shared with the public, uh, sort of like, uh, for our own good that we, uh, we couldn't handle this type of information too, too difficult to, uh, comprehend. And, uh, until they knew more of what the agenda is for this, uh, visit, uh, they were going to keep this from the public. And, uh, it goes back to world war II, when I have statements in books that I have, that uh, this was a uh, consensus of uh, Churchill. They mm-hmm. didn't want this information out. It was too critical of a uh, decision to uh, disclose this information. We had just c- finished a complicated war. And uh, to be faced with a new mystery, uh, it would be better to just dis- disclaim it as fantasy And that's what they've been doing until a few years ago when the publicity started to come out about these uh, pilots' reports Mm -hmm. off the coast of California, which gained a tremendous amount of information uh, and attention uh, because the people wanted to know what what was being uh, seen. So um, to go back to the the Clinton uh, pursuit of this was, uh, I get what I want. Whoops. Oh, that was a uh, sound
0: effect. Number three. Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Phil.
1: <laughs> it was so much it was so important that, uh, that Clinton wanted to find out what she needed to know. And this pursuing this constant, I think maybe led to her losing the election. Because she was scratching something that uh, just it's a, they it's didn't want to be. Uh, it, it's it's I know it's 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 crazy to say it, but uh, you, you can't. I mean,
0: you have to. You, it's a plausible uh, explanation.
1: Because if you look at the way, you have to figure
0: it's possible.
1: <laughs> if you look at the way different presidents of different of uh, different um points of time no no what i mean is a uh, e- the presidents who have occupied the democratic side versus the republican side the democratic side seems to want to disclose this subject and the republican side seems to want to keep it from the public and i've noted that over the years from from the time of uh, Eisenhower was president, when when Truman was trying to get Eisenhower to switch parties, because mm-hmm. Eisenhower did not like the secrecy that was surrounding.
0: I mean, it goes with the traditional uh, military alignment too. If you think about it, I mean, this obviously, and uh, the military are the are. The keepers of lots of information, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: and and when it involves intelligence, that also involves national security. Then you've got the military. So, Mm -hmm. um, and
1: yet, and yet, both both parties.
0: So, if you leaned more towards, you know, supporting the military, maybe it's a it's a it's a byproduct of that. That was just wanted to put it.
1: Well, that's why in in today's world, the, the polls have shown that as far as national security. Uh, the polls have shown that uh, Republicans uh, handle that issue better than Democrats. And uh, I mean, I don't know why it turns out that way, but it just seems that that, that's what happens uh, over the the differences of uh, different policies that each uh, side has. And um, the consequences of, I guess, revealing this without uh, total consensus from both parties uh, it's not going to happen. We're still going to be guessing until, until they land on the, the White House lawn. And uh, these answers all will be uh, open for a question. But uh, I think that the, uh, the practice of, of trying to dig into this subject uh, from Jimmy Carter's uh, statement that he would, uh, upon reaching the presidency, would reveal everything, he knew about the subject since he had a sighting while he was a governor. And yet he was told, uh, no, 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 you cannot talk about this subject. And this was told to him by apparently uh, George Bush Sr., who was a former CIA uh, director. And uh, I mean, it, it's interesting how those little stories uh, surface and you, you try to keep them in context with the, with this cover up of uh, Slick cover-up, I call it. Um, it's a uh, a subject that's so unbelievable that nobody wants to believe it. It's it's like maybe in the fifties people said, ah, oh, they're here, and then they were told over and over and over, no, it's not. It's just wamp gas. It's just a a meteor floating in the atmosphere. This uh, baloney—you uh, can, can, can't keep saying it over and over, decade after decade after people seeing these uh, these things in the air and pilots reporting them—you uh, have a, you have a subject as being uh, ridiculed and yet it's being uh, substantiated by recorded sightings uh, by pilots and reputable uh, people. So you either have to say there's a there's a big cover-up going on, uh, or or, the, or the, everybody's lying. I mean, it, it, it's just only one way to look at it. And I've come to the conclusion that there's a very slick cover-up going on. Uh, as much as it seems impossible to keep this subject uh, that, uh, that held in that, uh, in that uh, category of classification, Start. Start looking into uh, books that have been printed, which give a lot of detailed information uh, on the uh, the work that has been put together by diligent investigators, uh, from Stanton Friedman to Bud Hopkins to John Mack to countless others, and. Uh, uh, I, I, you know, I separate the the static from the noise by reading all of the information and not just just separating what I think sounds good. And this one is, this one's interesting, that one's not. But when you read it all, and then you and you're able to to really sense where the the truth lies, and the truth lies <laughs> with the government's handling of the. Uh, the subject they, they they lie to themselves and they and they believe it <laughs> and they want everybody else to believe it but people aren't stupid you know they 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 understand what's going on especially if they listen to us right yeah i, I hope mean, so i mean that helps <laughs> take a little break
0: for we're a gonna second we're going to be right back yeah part 2 we're going to move on to a more recent president and what he did regarding the subject Mata. Be right back with you. UFO's top secret. Welcome back, Earthlings, to UFO's Top Secret.
1: Hi. Right. We're going to finish the uh, second the half. podcast of the second half on uh, Donald Trump's handling of this subject. Uh, there was a uh, couple of questions posed to the, uh, the reporters that, that handle all the press conferences. And uh, I think one of the questions was, um, are extraterrestrials making contact with us And what will Donald Trump do about it? This may not be an academic, uh, uh, be as academic a question as it seems, because very recently there has been an uptick in what scientists calls fast radio bursts, seemingly anonymous bursts of energy from different points of far outside our solar system, yet apparently from the same sector of space. Could they have physicists? at Harvard's uh, Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics and an artificial intelligence origin rather than being the result of a natural phenomenon. So they're picking up signals which are indicating that uh, there could be a group out there that's trying to contact us. And uh, it's very interesting that we just released a uh, telescope to uh, pinpoint certain spots in the uh, cosmos that have never been looked at before. And who knows? Maybe we're looking in in these directions. We have uh, inaugurated a new uh, department. Well, right. So, department. S-
0: so regarding Trump, I mean, I, 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 I remember him uh, saying not too much about it. I remember him making a comment like... Um, well, you know, anything's possible, but if you ask me personally, do I believe it not not so much, but you know, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines, right? And uh that struck me. I'm like, "Well, aren't you the one who pushed for, you know, the USSF, United States Space Force, right, to become an independent more independent arm of uh our armed forces." Mm-hmm. And so it struck me, I mean, <laughs> unless you believe that the space force is only for self-defense from Russia and China um, and not maybe related to things in outer space, then why is it in space? I mean, okay, you know, you'd have to, of course, it must be focused in both areas.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I I, I find it hard to understand why we need a separate uh, military force, separate from the United States military force, unless there is a legitimate threat from outer space yeah or or a suspected threat that's or, not here yet but maybe on its way and uh, maybe we're just setting it up now so we don't have to be caught
0: take a left turn up. at the
1: black hole that one right over there
0: yeah uh, <laughs>
1: two we million know. years later
0: so check this out so <laughs> I mean it, it, just the whole the concept of space force yes you would think they would be looking in outer space as well Mm-hmm. But when you look, you could just, I know many of our listeners that know about this already, but it's just, it strikes me as odd that just looking at the basics of what they say, like on Wikipedia, the United States Space Force is the Space Service branch of the US Armed Forces, which is one of the eight uniform forces, and is the world's first independent Space Force, along with its sister branch, the US Air Force, the Space Force is part of the Department of Air Force one of the three civilian-led military departments within the Department of Defense. So, okay, so we're saying it's its first independent Space Force, but then we say it's a sister uh, organization with the Air Force, but then we say it's a department of the Air Force, all in the same paragraph. How's that for um, vagueness (laughs) Or, or maybe it's accurate and this thing is all over the place. It's interconnected and it's independent, but it's not.
1: Well, I, I, like I say a lot of times, it's like a tree. It has a lot of branches. It's got about six, I think it was either 4,000 or 6,000 uh, employees.
0: Yeah, um, personnel. 6,400. 6, and it has 6,400 military personnel operating 77 spacecraft. I, I mean, I love this. <laughs> what? Well, can't we put a picture with that,
1: I'd like to see some of these. So that's separate from the United States Marines. Suddenly that's I see thousands U- of
0: guys in spacesuits riding on spacecraft that with the U.S. flag on.
1: So all of this is Am separate I wrong? from the U.S. <laughs> Army, the U.S. Marines, the U.S. Navy. I mean, the U.S. Green Berets. All, all of our military services are now occupied by a separate branch called the Space Force, which, you know... Uh, Independence Day. Uh, maybe uh, hmm. that movie could use a space force, but um, well, it, now
0: it started in the fifties as a divi- you know, as a as programs under the Air Force. Well, at that time it was called the
1: the Air Armed Force. Was it the- in the forties? It was called the United States Army Air Army Corps. Air Force. Yeah, and Air um, Corps, and then interestingly in nineteen 19- Forty-seven, Roswell year. Yeah, two months after the uh, Roswell recovery, it? the United States Air Force. Which made it, I guess. Uh well, they were the guardians of the air. The Air Force was designed to protect our, our uh, atmosphere and uh, incoming uh, enemies. And uh, we had what radar then, so uh, the radar was yeah. helpful to us. Yeah, that was, that was their early focus, was, you know,
0: um, space uh, defense system, missile defense systems.
1: In 1955, former Army General and Supreme Commander in the Pacific during World War II, Douglas MacArthur told the New York Times, quote, the nations of the world will have to unite for the next war will be an interplanetary war. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> um, so, um,
0: it, it, it started as programs, but it grew over time, but it was still was, it got a, a big overhaul under Trump. So, um, the, see, this is, uh, believe during Reagan, it got a little bit of a shot in the arm. Uh, it was called the, he, uh, the 2001 space commission, argued for a creation of a space corps between 2007 and 11. um so that was kind of the early uh art you know um uh, cultivation of the idea of of giving it an overhaul but on december 20th 2019 the united states space force act developed by jim cooper and mike rogers uh so it was bipartisan was signed as part of the National Defense Authorization Act by President Donald Trump, reorganizing Air Force Space Command and other Air Force space elements into the United States Space, <laughs> the tongue twister, mm-hmm. the United States Space Force, say that 10 times, and creating first new independent military service since the arm since the Army Air Forces were reorganized as part of the U.S. Air Force in 1947.
1: We yeah, and, and to go along with that statement, <laughs> well, here's another. And to go along with that statement, here's another quote from General MacArthur: "The nations, quote, the nations of Earth must someday make a common front against attack by peoples from other planets." That's a strong statement from uh, Douglas MacArthur. This is uh, in regard, in regard to the. Um, to the fast radio bursts that have been discovered during the Trump uh, presidency. It says here, and this is in the book uh, on the the chapter, uh, The Age of Trump, it says, are the fast radio bursts, as the scientists at the Smithsonian speculated, an organized array of energy beams? Powering not just one, but a fleet of extraterrestrial spacecraft towards Earth from outside our solar system, and if so, are they coming here and why? Are we so close to an extinction event on planet Earth that those who spread their DNA from galaxy to galaxy across the universe, coming back to make sure we don't annihilate the colony of life forms they seeded here? Us. President Reagan repeated this to the United States General Assembly. Oh gosh, we've we read that before. Perhaps in the tradition of looking into space to conquer the challenge of recharging optimism in a population. Wow. Oh yeah, actually, uh, we forgot about the clip from um,
0: the Clinton clip. What was that? Uh, didn't you send? Didn't you have a Clinton clip? I had a clip. A clip. <laughs> but anyways, the, um, um, but. Um, it just strikes me as odd that you know Trump has got to know more if he's pushing for creating this space force and makes this huge announcement. So, uh,
1: yeah, he probably got a statement like "We'll tell you this much," but that's <laughs> it. That's, yeah, well, um, so he, yeah. he he probably got a tiny bit of it uh, 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 because he respects uh, security and he does respect. Uh, well, you
0: have to. I mean, we can do
1: the the, uh, the assessment uh, of uh, his superiors uh, if he was told by CIA and... Uh,
0: Wasn't there a, you know, a movie when where Chris Rock was president or something? See, that's what we need, something like that.
1: <laughs> well, that was in the Independence <laughs> Day that. revival, the renewal. <laughs> oh, was it? The, the, uh, the second, the sequel We need to that.
0: somebody with a sense of humor to get in there and just blow the roof off of it because you know that's not going to happen because, you know, the first thing that happens, you win the presidency, you go in and they get somebody. Of course, they're going to take you in a little side room. Yes,
1: uh, well... Uh, well just like George Bush this, Sr. took... can't t- really say that, all right? All right? Just like when George Bush <laughs> Sr. took Jimmy Carter aside and said, no, you will not reveal what you know. Reportedly. This is what was, uh, has been discussed We don't in, have in, proof
0: on this podcast, so please don't come knocking on our door.
1: No, the men in black are not coming to my <laughs> house. But, uh... We
0: just announced what other people say.
1: There's enough information out there to make the... Uh, <laughs> to make the world aware that uh, we're not alone and uh, next week we will uh, have some more information we have a uh, a couple of things that we're going to do for next week and uh, and one of the things um,
0: uh, did you did you go cover that part about the virus?
1: Uh, yeah, no I didn't <laughs> but discuss I mean there, that.
0: There, there's we're gonna do a show soon about... Alien viruses—it's coming. Yeah. More on that later. It
1: has something to do with the permafrost and the uh, animals that have been surfacing through that melt.
0: Oh right, like when, like for example, when glaciers melt. Mm-hmm. I, I remember they found a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. I, uh, must that was a while back, like a decade or two ago. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> and these carcasses, which are being exposed to the air as a result of the the thawing of the uh, polar area,
0: like I say,
1: is causing these uh, viruses and germs. The
0: Earth <laughs> are many secrets to what's out there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially if our histories are intertwined, which hieroglyphics seem to indicate. And
1: uh, we we're so Force eager. we so. We're so eager to know to that. Uh, we, we, we really like to put everything into one <laughs> to one episode, but uh, we'll, we'll bring this out next week. We'll see you guys next week. If you have any
0: questions or comments, please email us at ufos at uh, com. Yeah. Yes. Or check us out at ufostopsecret.com. Say hello. You come back and see us uh, in the Podbean live room or catch us in your podcast world, wherever you may be. We're in most formats.
1: But, uh, Mr. Bob Bria, have an open mind and keep reading.